school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna jump right in today because I'm gonna continue on with the, the fighting for the belt or whatever I called it last week. So if you're uh, ready for that, we're ready for that. And uh, so I got to get the the good stuff over with. So here we go with that stuff. Um, so if you wanna, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, ring the bell so that you know when my next videos pop up. And uh, <laughs> make sure to turn your settings on to say YouTube has sent you something. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're an audio fan, you can you can obviously uh, wherever your you, wherever you listen to your podcast at, I'm available on every podcast uh, platform pretty much. So, and of course, you can always go to 100richard.com front slash listen, and you can listen right from the website. So, make sure to do all that stuff. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you again for for hanging out with me. So, if you were listening last week. Which, if you listen to this one, you're going to have to go listen to last week's anyway, so just go do that at some point, and then come back and listen to this one, or just listen to this one, and whatever. But I left off, and I think I actually said, Jesus puts the belt around your waist, and that's pretty much how I ended it. So I wanted I wanted to start here today. Um, I'm actually going to, I have a bunch of scriptures today. I know, I think I, I don't didn't hardly use no scriptures last week, so I'm gonna, I got a bunch of them today. So if it goes a little long, hopefully it's not too boring. But we're we're gonna do this. Romans ten, um, Romans chapter ten, starting at about verse five through about thirteen. It, um, Paul actually mentions um, salvation and what and how to do that. And this is what gets the belt around your waist. Because let's see, just to, for a quick recap, Jesus dies on the cross. He goes in to the tomb for three days. Satan thinks he's won the belt. Right, so Satan thinks he's won the championship belt. He killed off Jesus. He did. He did his plan, and sure enough, on the third day, the stone rolls away. Jesus comes back, and Satan's like, "Dang it!" But that doesn't really stop him from messing with us every day, right? So Jesus gives us the option because he died on the cross to receive him. He, we get covered with his. He was the sacrifice, so we're going to use the terminology, the blood. So he gives us the, the belt, okay? <clears throat> he goes and sits down at the right hand of God. He gives us the belt and the Holy Spirit so that we can go about doing his business. He tells us, go and make disciples, tra-la-la. And this is how this all starts. So Romans 10, for Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. So if you're gonna go live by the law, you have to physically live by those things. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth, this is verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. From what? <laughs> the wiles of the devil. That's from what? 
for to get off of this earth to to take you to another realm <clears throat> for with what with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so you have to believe in your heart first and then confess it out of your heart from your heart out of your mouth into the earth Jesus hears it and he comes in for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. So this is for everybody. That's that's what that means. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So at this moment, you you this is where you hear, well, did you, have you ever received Christ? Have you been saved? This is where that terminology actually comes from. So at this moment, you make this decision to live for Christ and you get the belt. <laughs> it is now your responsibility to talk to people about Jesus. That, that, that Read Ephesians. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to do this. So Satan still roams the earth. He was cast from heaven. I'm going to read those verses in a little bit. He was cast down from heaven. He's on the earth. Um, some say he landed during... You know, Genesis, that's why the the creation was covered with darkness. So it, some, you, you might hear the terminology, the gap theory, but we're not going to go there. So he's in the garden. He's this. Now watch this. This is Ezekiel. This is Old Testament. So here's a description of who Satan is. Watch this. Son of man, this is Ezekiel 28, 12 through 19. And I'm actually going to focus on one, one kind of scripture in here. Watch this. Son of man, take up the lamentation of the king of Tyre and said to him, thus says the Lord God, you were the seal of perfection. He's telling me, so here's Satan. He was the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God, as I just said. Every precious stone was your covering. This, this dude was beautiful. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, topaz, the diamond. All these things, the workmanship of your trembles and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. This is where we get the, basically where we get that he was the worship leader because it actually mentions that he used instruments. Was he the worship leader? I don't know. I think I actually said he was the worship leader. But you really kind of have to go, okay, well, this is all they really say about that. So here you go. You were the anointed cherub who covers, <coughs> who covers, I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that, you, that, that they may gaze at you. So here, here's, here's the description, basically. The most, the anointed cherub. This is, this is who, who's got a mindset, really, of wanting to take over the throne. <laughs> so he's like but i'm the most beautiful uh i'm the worship leader i'm i'm, I'm the guy that runs things I'm, I'm i'm your basically he's sat behind god and jesus and the holy spirit he sat behind god the the trinity and he was the the, the next basically the next one and he's like but i want to be in your place 
Well, where do you get that from? Isaiah 14. This is 12 through 15. Now you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. So there it is. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation of the far sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol. So instead, he's going to get thrown into the pit. So here's the devil. Here's Satan. Here's Lucifer. All the terminology. You can say all kinds of names. I would say he's a very upset dude, <laughs> and he just wants to mess with us. Now, I know that once you receive Christ, Satan is defeated, but that doesn't stop him from messing with you. See, because this is what he doesn't understand. The thing that he doesn't understand is that he's going to be defeated no matter what in the long run, the short run. I mean, really, all he has to do is go to Walmart and buy a $5 Bible off the shelf because, yes, Walmart still sells Bibles, King James versions, but they have them. So that's all he has to do. All he has to do is go read Revelation. Come on, right? <laughs> But this guy is chasing after the belt. He's still, even though he's been cast down from heaven, even though he's been beat up, he's been thrown out, he's, he was defeated on the cross, even though of all this stuff, he's still fighting for the belt. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, you know, since we carry the belt, that means he's messing with us individually. And he doesn't do anything sneaky. He, he, you know, <laughs> he's very blatant. He messes with our finances. He messes with our love life. He messes, you know, he tries to break us apart. He tries to separate us from God. He tries to get us back into sin, all that kind of stuff. That's what he does because he's just a, an angry old man. <laughs> so watch this. Here's Revelation chapter 7 through 9. And this is basically, now what I think is funny about this is that you don't hear about the war in heaven until Revelation, but that's because Jesus, which I'm going to get to in a minute, Jesus is talking to John, the, John the Revelator, right? So he's on the he's on the island of Patmos. He's been, you know, kicked out of town. He's on the island of Patmos, and Jesus comes to him and says, or actually Jesus brings him up into heaven to talk to him. So, so here he is in Revelation chapter 7. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail. So th here they are. Nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So you know what? All that other stuff I read, is, this, is, this is saying right here, there's no place for you up here, devil. There's no place for you up here, dragon. That serpent of old, so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. That's all he does. He deceives the world. John 10.10, 10, the devil comes to, to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he does. That's all he wants to do. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And you keep going, and it's approximately one-third. So the demons are down here. They became the demons, right? Now, here's Paul. Paul has just met Jesus. This is Revelation chapter 1, so we're going backwards. So Paul just met Jesus. And here's what Jesus says. And when I saw him, this is Paul. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet and as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. This is Jesus. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forever 
more. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. So Jesus holds the keys. He holds the keys to hell. He holds the keys to Hades. He holds the keys to death. So because he gave you the belt, come on, somebody, because he gave you the belt, you don't have to die in that fashion. That's why he says we have eternal life because he has the keys. So when we receive him and we get the blood of the Jesus over us, the blood of the lamb, the belt, so to speak, that's why the enemy doesn't like us so much. So now we're running around, we're champions on the earth and the enemy's just still angry. He's been cast down with his demons and so he tries to mess with us all the time. That's all that, that's all there really is to it. He just kind of goes, man, why can't I mess this guy up? Well, because I'm a believer, you can't mess with me. You've already been defeated, devil. We have to have a mentality of, I am a champion. The devil has already been defeated, and no matter how hard he tries, he's going to be defeated again physically in the end times at the Battle of Armageddon or just after that. That's also in Revelation. I'm not a big Revelation person, but I know enough of it to go, hey, this is interesting stuff. So, so Paul, who's writing all this stuff down that Jesus said, hey, come up here, write this stuff down. <laughs> so basically this is the, 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 the future of what's going to happen. And because Satan's pretty much stupid, you know, it's, we're gonna read it right here. Because Satan's pretty much stupid, no matter how hard he fights, he's still gonna lose. No matter how hard he tries to get in the ring, he's still gonna lose. No matter how hard he tries to take the belt from you, he's still gonna lose because you are the champion. You received Jesus. You took that belt and said, I'm gonna follow after Christ and I'm gonna do something great. So watch this, this is Revelation 19. Um, I believe it's 11 through 21. And this is Paul. Now I saw heaven opened up and behold a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire and his head were, were and on his head were many crowns and he had a, a name written that no one knew except himself. This is a description of Jesus on the white horse. Yeah, baby. <laughs> flame of fire in his eyes. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies in heaven, us, caught up in the rapture, in the great taking away, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on the white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the, the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of the almighty God and he has on his robe and on his thigh written king of kings and lord of lords this is Jesus and the people caught up so the people that don't accept the mark that not the end times people the people that were caught up were in heaven the people that were dead in Christ rose first go read all that stuff Thessalonians and all that kind of stuff <clears throat> and so we're coming back for the fight, we're all the champions. All the belt carriers, all the champions are coming back to fight. This is verse seven. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the birds that fly in the 
midst of heaven, come and gather together for the supper of the great God that you may eat the flesh of the kings, the flesh of the captains, the flesh of the mighty men, the flesh of horses and those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast, the king of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse. So this is all of Satan's people. <laughs> they gather up. Jesus is coming from the sky, fire in his eyes and the sword in his mouth. He's coming from the skies. We're all got championship belts on and we're coming from the sky and Satan's down on the ground going, oh, and God's saying, okay, birds, get ready. There's going to be a bunch of food for you in just a minute. <laughs> then the beast was captured. And with him, the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, the antichrist, by which he deceived those who received the marks so of the people that have the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image, these who were cast alive into the lake of the burning fire. This is the end right here. This is the battle. This is where the battle culminates. The champions come. <laughs> the face comes out from the sky. The heels down on the ground. And it gets the pen. One, two, three. See, that's, that's the advantage that we have is we already know that the Satan, that the devil, that the, the dragon of old has been defeated. He's already defeated. That's the advantage we have as believers. That's the key to the knowledge of where we can go. That's, that's the grace that we have is the knowing of the future because it's already been written. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that's that that's we keep the belt see satan can't take the belt from you if 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 you're in a place where you're like well you know i'm, I'm defeated you just handed him the belt he didn't fight you for it you just handed it to him that, that that's your issue see we have to have an understanding that once we gain that championship belt once we gain the blood of jesus once we gain the grace of his love and I say gain, but we really don't work for that. It's as simple as that prayer. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth. We get the belt. He puts it around your waist. You become the champion. You become, you, you ride on the white horse with him at the end. <laughs> and I think that's the joyous part. That's, that, that's really where we have to say, you know what? I've got this thing. I've got this love that somebody gave me. And I'm going to go after it. And I'm going to continue to run after God. And I'm going to do the things that he asked me to do. And I'm just going to be crazy for him because I love him and he loves me and he puts favor in my life. And he is so awesome. You guys have a great day. Right on. Right on. Right on.